0: Good evening and welcome to the coaches show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Courier. A weekly inside look at
1: Golden Bears football. Now let's join your host for the Coach's Show, Wally Langfellow.
0: And welcome to the Coach's Show. Wally Langfellow, joined now by head coach Shannon Courier from Concordia St. Paul. The Golden Bears one and two on the season after taking one on the chin last weekend um at Sioux Falls and coach you knew Sioux Falls was going to be a good football team obviously they are um, in your mind other than obviously getting outscored 50 to 14 which never is good but what happened on the field that you know just you you can't let that
2: happen in order to win football games well I think we're all matched a little bit up front um on on both the offense and defensive lines you know it's I like to sit here and tell you we have a lot of answers um, but right now we're playing a lot of inexperienced players, both offensive line and defensive line, and it's it's going to take time. Those we have young kids in there. Um, and are you are you starting to realize what a luxury it was
0: to have Chris Garrett? I mean, I, I know you <laughs> knew how good he was, but it, not only that, it was a
2: luxury. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was great. He's a he's a player that's on a fifty-three man roster in the NFL, so that's, that's <laughs> it. What says about. it all. But not only that, I mean, he had other there was four other seniors that year um in 19 that you know that had played a lot um Dylan Wood right. and Kelly Pierce and Jackson Dobbs and Cole Marmore and TJ Jallo. Um so anyway, it's it's you know we're we're definitely missing that experience and we don't we have had some injuries there. We're missing Isaac Reed, we're missing Abe elizazzi we're missing um Connor Weiss and uh seems like there's one more that Oh, Drake Teal's another young player that's had a shoulder surgery. So we're just not full strength one and two. You know, we we just, you know, maybe have six, seven guys that we're playing because that's that's who's shown they're capable of playing. And against an experienced quality offensive line, I uh, wouldn't no know on us who falls, it becomes really challenging. Um, and if you can't stop teams, it's really hard. And then we we played a true freshman this week, you know, Brad Walker and you know, he's going to be good, but he's not, you know, he's not ready yet. It's the speed of the game. And, you know, just trying to keep up with college football as a true freshman is real hard, especially up, you know, up front. But we need him because that's just who we have in our depth right now.
0: The wind was a huge factor. So you had to figure that into your scheming and into your coaching decisions. Um, (laughs) <laughs> the, the, the account I read now, I didn't see the football game, but the account I read said that the wind gusts, uh, the, the coin flip might've been one of the biggest uh, plays of the game because it, it just turns out that that's a, a huge factor when you're trying to pass the football or punt the football.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, both sides had to play with it and uh, we certainly would prefer to defer. I just want to get my punter, my freshman punter, another freshman on the team. Um, I didn't want to see him have to punt and get into the wind. Uh, early out of the game um, but once that they won the toss and we had the ball it's like okay now it's time to score points so you just have to you just have to you know respond always to the situations that are at hand and you know that the win was a factor the free first kickoff you know our return man just misjudged the ball and you know he scrambled out of the end zone uh lucky that we got to the five-yard line and so we just didn't start off in a good spot and sometimes you know, we're unable to let the last place go and move on. And that's something we're trying to get better at is playing that present, um, instead of hanging our head and our defense did a great job. So after the, we did get it, we did convert a first down, and then we didn't get the second first down. So the, the first punt was blocked, uh, but our defense did a great job, held them to a field goal, um, and then proceeded to score two more touchdowns before we could get on the board. But, um, the wind played a role, um, but it's just part of the game and we're looking to, for a day when a lot of things go our way and we just, we just didn't make things happen our way. Uh, but we're just trying to find ways that we can improve here. Cause that's, that's really what matters now is how do we uh, go from where we're at and trying, trying to get these young guys better to, you know, better this week and put them in the best possible position to be successful.
0: Uh, your first touchdown cut the deficit to 17 to seven. Um Connor Courts found Lawan Preston. He brought it down uh, deep into uh, Sioux Falls territory. And then on fourth and goal, um, inside the one-yard line, freshman running back Jalen Richardson got in for the touchdown. Uh, so at that point, down 17-7, uh, you must feel like, okay,
2: things haven't gone our way so far, but we're in this football game. Yeah, it was actually uh, Isaiah Coran, North St. Paul kid, that caught a screen pass that took it down to the 4-5. or five. Um, And then – Jalen did punch it on a fourth down. Um, you know, we had a, a couple opportunities down there. and We just, we didn't execute, frankly, on two of the plays. And then a fourth down, we were able to to get in the end zone. Yeah, and I, I really didn't feel like, it wasn't like they were Winona. I just felt like we had a, a chance to move the ball and we had a chance to stop them. Uh, but as soon as we scored, they scored again and they they answered back and that makes it hard again. Um, we needed to shut them down a little bit. You know, once our office got some rhythm there with the wind, um, and you know, we weren't able to do that, so it made it challenging. Well, you got to be able to run the football when it's windy, and and obviously Sioux Falls did
0: that, and you guys didn't do it as much as you needed to.
2: Yeah, they had 400 yards rushing. We had minus 17. So that that tells you right there. Um, you know, if there's one statistic that's going to indicate who's going to win the football, that's that's it. You know, for three games now, our offense has not turned the ball over. Knock on wood, uh, so that's a positive thing. You know, our freshman quarterback continues to grow and get better. Um, You know, we do have to get these backs, you know, unleashed because they're very talented, and we just haven't been able to get them creases. So we're we're just trying to find ways to do that. Um, I think there's a lot more potential yet on offense that we have that we just haven't been able to tap into with some of the personnel we have. Um, we have to you know, find an identity on offense and and get really good at some things. And we're just really, you know, when you do get beat, you really look at everything again. Um, You know, we thought we made some strides, you know, in week two. And then uh, we were ready to take the next step this past weekend, but we just, we couldn't, we didn't execute.
0: Uh, The second touchdown that you guys got was courtesy of a courts to uh, Nate a 65 yard uh, hookup. Uh, tell us a little bit about Nate Ginzo. We're gonna have our Gimzo, we're gonna have him on here um in our next segment, but tell us a little bit what what kind of player he is.
2: last I guess what was it, 2019. Uh Nathan started off at St. Cloud um, against Duluth when he was a St. Cloud player. And we we were kind of concerned about him when we went to St. Cloud. You I think you came with us on the day we I did. You know, we were <laughs> in overtime there and Going into that game, though, you know, Nathan was a concern for us because they lined him up everywhere in the formation, outside receiver, inside receiver. And uh, so when, when St. Claude he decided to drop the program, he was definitely one of the guys we wanted to pursue because uh, we were concerned about him from a defense standpoint here. Um, Nathan, first off, is a great kid. He's well-received and liked all of this campus. He works for Tommy Maurer, who does a lot of the facility work here and game set up. Uh, so Nate was run all summer, very respectful, um, humble, outgoing personality uh, works hard. One of our better leaders is willing to hold teammates accountable and he's explosive. You know, he's a guy that has the speed and athleticism to, to make people miss. And that play was kind of a broken play. It was just a, we were in a three by two formation, empty formation. It was all hitches. Our quarterback decided he's going to get out of the pocket. And uh, in that process, you know, gives him a, took his short route and went deep and Connor found him and uh, Nathan Speed got him in the end zone.
0: Okay. Um, So we'll hear from Nate and then our other guest is going to be defensive end uh, Richard Ficacello, And he had four tackles, including a pair of tackles for loss and a sack as well. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about him and then we'll preview this weekend's game. Uh, You're back at home against Southwest Minnesota State. That's coming up in a minute. We're back with head coach Shannon Courier right after this timeout. You are listening to the coaches show right here on AM 1440. Stay with us.
2: If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Gold Bear fans, did you know that the Coaches Show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the Coaches Show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and Coaches Show. You're listening to The
0: Coaches Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier, And we continue along here on The Coaches Show. Wally Langfellow joined now by a couple of players from Concordia St. Paul. Richard uh, Ficacello is with us, defensive lineman, and also Nate Gimza, wide receiver, transferred in from St. Cloud State. Um, we'll start with you, Nate. Um, you guys put up 14 points but not nearly enough. Um, Tell me uh, what went wrong on Saturday, this past Saturday at Sioux Falls.
1: Uh, When we got there right away, we knew the wind was going to be a problem. And that was one of the biggest things throughout the game is that if we had the wind, we were going to be able to operate how we wanted to. Yeah. When it came down to having the wind, we weren't able to do what we wanted to do. And yeah, hopefully – Throughout this next week, those are things we can fix in preparation for next Saturday.
0: Yeah. Um, defensively, Richard, and we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago um, when you guys gave up big points to Winona. There's no way you can give up 40-plus points and win many football games. You, you guys obviously know that. Um, what do you think needs to be fixed? What what needs to get better?
3: Well, you know, it starts at with the defensive line. It always does. And when you're getting pushed around, what do you expect? We gave up, correct me if I'm wrong, 379 yards on the ground on a, on a windy day at that, you know. Uh, and it's just, that's never. It's not a winning operation, but what's going to fix that is doing your job and doing it well. We talked about that going in, and obviously it didn't translate on the field. We had many, a lot of guys doing other people's jobs and not their own, and you saw the result.
0: Yeah. Um, what kind of... Um defensive scheme did you guys bring in? Did they do anything that surprised you? I guess that's my question.
3: Oh, absolutely not. They lined up and did exactly what we thought we thought they were going to do. Uh, we, they brought a lot of 20, 22 personnel. We were, our counter to that was to bring in an extra defensive lineman. Um, unfortunately, they got outside of those field, and, you know, to fill in the inside gaps and, you know, they, basically the A through C gap. And if you watch the film, a lot of those big plays – those seven yards, the average seven yards of carry, those hit on the outside, and uh, that's something that, you know, we have to address and fix and game plan better for.
0: Yeah. Did you guys, um, in your preparation going into the week, what types of things were you concentrating on? Let's put it that way.
3: Yeah, we were concentrating on that this team wants to run downhill right now. Number 34 wants to run downhill, straight up and down up and down the field runner and we wanted to pile that up we wanted to make them beat us by passing by you know take bring in an extra lineman and we even brought in our two Mike backers we we rotate you know jake Ports and andrew ignarski and we brought both of them in on that uh bear package and uh uh it just comes down to we, we wanted to make them beat us passing the ball and they did exactly what they wanted to which was run the ball
0: Nate, um, offensively, you guys put up a couple of touchdowns, but um, I, I know that you did more of what you wanted to do on the offensive side of the ball. You were able to run the football a week ago, um, and, and that didn't happen this time around uh, as much as you like. What, um, what was your assessment of uh, what the
1: offense needed to do better? Um, I really just think we beat ourselves with our energy, and when it came down to it, we just didn't want it as much as they did we expected a more physical team and obviously they were physical, but not to the extent that we wanted or thought we were going to get. And when it came down to it, I feel like we just kind of shot ourselves in the foot. How was
0: um, the travel to Sioux Falls? Give me, give me a, Give me a feeling of what, how that all laid out. When did you guys leave um, St. Paul? When did you get to Sioux Falls? And, you know, what was like, what was game day like in
1: preparation? Uh, Friday, we came in and practiced early in the morning. And then right after practice, we had about an hour and we left out around noon. Okay, uh, We got to Augustana around 5 p.m. and watched our girls play standing and soccer for a little bit. So that was nice that we were able to do that. And then once we got to the hotel, we had dinner. I don't remember what time that was around. And then from dinner, we had meetings, but we were out of meetings, probably around eight thirty or nine. It wasn't too late. And then what time did you guys go- get to
0: this? What time did you get to the stadium on Saturday? Then a couple hours before game time.
1: I want to say 10 30, 11, yeah. uh, Richard can correct me if I'm wrong, but it was a couple hours before, definitely. So, he left
3: the hotel by 10.
1: Okay.
0: So, did, I mean, did, did you feel like you had your feet under you? You'd been acclimated after the, the four hour drive and all that? I mean, you, you felt good about that part? That's yeah. Awesome.
3: I mean, yeah, go ahead, Richard. All right. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, for me, speaking personally, like, you know, I've been, tra- I've traveled since a freshman. And I've been to those eight-hour Marion, Minot, you know, and this isn't even half of that. You know, I mean, it felt like a breeze. You fall asleep on the bus, and every week, especially defensive, we treat this as anytime we go on the road, we treat it as a business trip. You get in, you get out. You know, we do out what you're set out to do. There is, honest, there's no, you know, there is no. The food wasn't bad. You know, there was no delays. There was nothing. The fact of the matter is, we showed up and got beat. Yeah, they punch, they punch us in the mouth.
0: Uh, Nate, let's talk about. Um, I, I mentioned at the top that you uh, transferred in from Saint Cloud State. Um, you played a couple of years at Saint Cloud State. Uh, what was uh, what went into your decision? First of all, it, when it when it was announced that there wasn't going to be football any longer at Saint Cloud, how was how did that go down? How how did you treat that? Were, were you disappointed?
1: Uh, yeah, you could say disappointed. There was a lot of emotions that went behind that. I, at the time, had just come off of a big shoulder surgery. About a couple of weeks, might have been like a month beforehand. I had my shoulder surgery, and I was going to continue to work on my body's health. But then there was just one Tuesday. There was a Monday. There was rumors that we might get cut, and then all of a sudden, Tuesday morning, we were looking for new schools to go to. And so what and
0: why Concordia? What what ended up happening that you ended up at uh, Concordia?
1: I came down for a visit and coach Stearns was one of the guys. So if I would have kept playing, I would have seen Concordia St. Paul two weeks after my injury, but obviously I was season ending and coach Stern, not knowing that still had to game plan against me. So when I came, when the news broke that we got cut, coach Stern was one of the guys that really pushed to get me. So when I came down here, I definitely felt the love from the coaching staff and yeah, it was really just, they knew what I was capable of and made it, that made it feel like home.
0: Richard, were you on that last trip to St. Cloud? Cause I actually, I actually made that road trip with you guys. Were, were you part of that uh, squad? Uh, unfortunately, no, I was not. I um,
3: was dealing with a injury. Okay. I didn't make, I didn't travel that game.
0: Okay. Yeah. That would have been the last time uh, Concordia played St. Cloud. Okay. Let's look forward uh, quick here. Um, how fast do you have to put last week, uh, your you're lost to Sioux Falls in the rearview mirror, Richard, and, and look forward to what you have in front of you, um, you know, this this weekend against Southwest State.
3: Well, if you look at what happened in Winona, you have 24 hours to digest it. You have 24 hours to say, this is what we did, look at the film, get better from it, we suck, and then go back to next week, we played Upper Iowa, and we beat them. That's the same thing, 24 hours to celebrate, see what you did right, and move on because, you know, sit uh, SMS cause now SMSU is who we face and they're not going to lay down for anybody. They think they, they're going to come at our heads. So that's what our preparation is. And that's what we're, that's the next step.
0: Yeah. Well guys, I appreciate you spending some time with me. Um, good luck against Southwest Minnesota state. I know it's on your home field. It's always good to be at home. And hopefully, uh, you guys make it two and zero on home field over at Seafoam stadium.
3: Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
0: All right. Yep.
3: Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's Rickard Fucicello and Nathan Gimza here on Minnesota Score Radio's Coaches Show. Back with Coach Shannon Courier right after this timeout. Stay with us.
2: Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at MyCSPStory.com. That's MyCSPStory.com. Now back to The
0: coaches' Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier, And The Coach's Show continues, Wally Langfellow, along with Concordia St. Paul, Golden Bears head coach, Shannon Courier. Well, Coach, um, we just heard from Richard Ficicello, uh, defensive end for you, defensive lineman. He did have a good game as your defensive player
2: of the game this past weekend. Uh, what does he do well? Richard plays real hard. Richard's got that defensive mentality. He's tough. Um, he doesn't back down from anybody. Um, he's athletic. He, he's really uh, difficult to block and, uh, you know, he's aggressive and um, he was able to get in the backfield a couple of times, make plays. And, you know, we wish we had more Rick, Richard Ficassellos on the team, um, but he, he did play as a group. Like I said, we're thin. Uh, we have some young kids that lack experience. Uh, Richard's played a little bit in 19 um, actually, his first year, he had to play when Chris Garrett was out with an injury against Mankato State, so he had to step in as a true freshman years ago. Um, but anyway, he's one of our more experienced defensive linemen, um, definitely one of the top two guys in the group, and uh, we're really excited that we have him and looking forward for him to keep keep uh, building on this past performance this past weekend. Anything specifically that you know you have to
0: fix on defense? I mean, you can't give up 50 points and win a football game. You're not going to win many games like that. But is there something that you know that, hey, this is something that needs to be done for us? I, I, we've talked about the inexperience, but are there some schematic things? Are some things that uh, the, the, the kids need to know going into this game against Southwest?
2: Yeah, we, we had too many busts as well last week. So the inexperience maybe creates some of that. But we have to do probably some more ones versus ones in practice, you know, so they can get better, maybe quicker, um, you know, instead of playing against scout teams, which we do as well, we have to find that balance where there's um, our best against, you know, our defensive best versus against our offensive best, just so we can simulate you know, that speed of play as much as we can at the same time, get enough scout work too, because we also need to you know, be able to defend what they do and certainly attack how they line up against us. Uh, but I think that's one thing. And uh, really they just need more playing experience in practice. Um, just helping them understand the defense better and helping them recognize, you know, how important it is for them to be where they're supposed to be. Cause if somebody gets out of their gap, which happened frequently this past weekend, that's when big plays erupt. We also have to become more physical, you know, just all levels of defense. We have to get off blocks better. So we have to continue work on block destruction, um, you know, we have some competition going on amongst different positions. And, you know, we'll look at, you know, playing some guys more, some guys less just based on where things are at now. And I think that can also help, Uh, you know, I guess rosters are always better when they're more competitive. So I see that we'll have, you know, different types of players playing in different situations. Uh, and, And we also need more, you know, vocal leadership from different players, not only uh, I like to refer to those guys in nineteen because they're really talented and We appreciate everything they they brought this program, but they were also good leaders. They were the ones pushing the envelope in practice and you know making sure guys are working hard and we need to develop you know guys that are that are vocally uh, capable of holding their teammates accountable and, and and also helping them understand what standards are and how we need to practice and the importance of doing your job um, and taking ownership for the the role that they have so uh, there there's a lot of things that we can get better at i'm sure um and, and you know, on the back end it's it always starts up front. So those guys probably get, you know, maybe more credit when things are good and also they get the bigger blame when things don't go as well because if you're if you're dominant up front, everybody else's job is a lot easier. Linebackers are free, able to make tackles, but when they have a linemen in their face, it, it it's just much more challenging. So um we just have to make make sure that we're more gap assi- assignment sound and uh work on get off blocks and and uh, we're, we're going to do a lot more ones versus ones, like I mentioned, and I think that's going to help us get better.
0: Okay, finally, let's uh, break down uh, this week's opponent. You've got Southwest Minnesota State. They're going to be hungry. They're 0-3. Uh, they lost to uh, University of Mary this past uh, – last weekend. Uh, what do you know about Southwest?
2: Uh, Southwest State has an that offense that's high tempo. You know, Coach Sauter down there does a fantastic job. He's a former NFL quarterback, played for the Gophers. Right. And he's always had a an offense that moved the football. You um, know, short throws, high completion percentage throws. They always have a couple athletes that are that are dangerous in space. Um, and then on defense, you know, I know they're they're much more sound than they have been in the past. Um, and, you know, it's going to be a good matchup, and we need to definitely make improvement this week so that way we're ready to go and and can have success on Saturday.
0: And uh, you're back at home, which I know you prefer being at home. Another noon kickoff, right?
2: Absolutely. Noon's the way to go. You know, that way everybody gets, uh, gets more time with family. Um, and you know, it's, it's a, it's really difficult to wait for the games. That's one more, one of the more challenging times, I guess, of a football coach's day or week is that time before the game, you just sit there and kind of no man's land waiting for the game <laughs> to get going. And, um, so we're excited to, to get out there on our home field. We have, I think a good environment here. We're excited to have a bunch of recruits on and tailgating, so hopefully uh, a lot of people can come out and watch us play. It's Military Appreciation Day, um, so we have that going on this weekend too. Uh, but we're excited for the game, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, put up some good things in, at the game so if people want to come back and watch us play, you know, after they come the first time this weekend.
0: All right, Coach. Well, hopefully uh, when we have this discussion next week, we'll be talking about a 2-0 and home record and a 2-2 and overall record. Good luck against Southwest.
2: Thank you. That's exactly what we need. All we right.
0: Sure. He is Coach Shannon Courier, head coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. I'm Wally Langfuttle. Thanks for joining us here on The Coaches Show. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see
1: you next time.